0: everyone master grogan here ready to rock your world with another exciting kicking life podcast hey as you know we talk about it a lot not if but when the world kicks your butt i'm here to motivate inspire and kick your butt back up and that's the whole essence of the kicking life podcast to help you live your best kicking life so buckle up here we go Things everyone, Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting kicking Life podcast, episode number 174. Yeah, baby. Getting them, getting them, getting them done. This week, we're going to continue on our theme that we've been talking about the whole month on healthfulness and self-respect. And this week, we're going to talk about emotional healthfulness. And I've got an a, amazing special guest here. Now, I teased you last week saying, I hope I could get this young man, this gentleman, this rock star, this Perse and a friend, this fellow Christian on the show and we're able to make things work. And he's here with us, and that's Professor Brandon Beliso. Professor, how are we doing, sir? I'm doing very well, sir. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful, and I know the listeners are very, very grateful as well. Um, so. I know you're short on time here. You've got a busy, busy schedule, so I'm so very grateful for you being on the show with us. This week, we're going to continue our theme that we've been talking about all month on healthfulness and self-respect, but I thought no better guest to have when we talk about emotional healthfulness than Professor Brandon Beliso, who, by the way, folks, he's been on the show probably more than anybody. Best-selling book. It's, It's fantastic. Live, Learn, and Grow, Lessons of a Reluctant Tiger. Check that baby out. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can go to his blog page. You can find him everywhere on social media. Does so many great things for so many people. Brandon Beliso, check him out. Well, sir, emotional helpfulness. And I know you and I both share one of our personal favorite books is the Four Agreements. And the second agreement, which kind of I, I believe ties into this, don't take anything personally. Oftentimes and it happens to you, it happens to everybody, somebody on social media or somebody in life will say something to us that may not be very nice and we automatically get emotional. Now emotions happen to everybody, right? Some days we're sad, glad, yes, all those things, but it's how we choose to respond or choose to react. So I'm gonna turn the floor over to you and just, I know you've got a love block and delete if you wanna talk about that, I share that quite often. That's who I got it from Professor Beliso here. Let us know. Emotional helpfulness. What, what, what is your interpretation of being emotionally helpful?
1: Well, let's take it directly from the four agreements. And, and how it defines it. is don't take anything personally. Now, it's human nature. I mean, it, it, I think it should be added to one of the seven deadly sins, not taking things personally. It's very human. It's like when someone cuts you off, hey, that guy just cut me off in traffic. No, he didn't. He would have cut anybody off. You just happen to be the person in that position. And the reason I'm so passionate about using something as basic as that, because when we say he cut me off, it now becomes internalized. And where's that coming from? It's coming from a place of ego. I've been inconvenient. You've offended me. And I'm hurt by it. So if you really break that down, when they talk about don't take anything personally, that's essentially what they're saying. It's strip yourself of your ego. Get out of your ego. Right, and, and really try to look at it for what it is. Kiyoshi Kovar uses that one all the time from um I believe it's Paolo Coelho where it says, um, be careful who you cross because you don't know what kind of battle they're fighting. Right? And and so nice. then we can take a point of yeah, we can take a point of humility or empathy, you know, towards it and, and we all have our war stories. My personally, um, is as a child I was physically abused by my dad and I recognized later on in life. He physically abused all his kids. It wasn't just me, and it wasn't just about me. He would have done that to anybody at the end of the stick he was shaking. So the reason I think it's so important in that book, Don't Take Anything Personally, is, is what they're asking us to do, is move beyond the victim mindset. See, as long as I can go, it was me, man, my dad did that to me, or that guy cut me off, then I can live from a victim mindset. And if I do that, Rich, then I no longer have to be accountable for my choices or actions because I can conveniently blame somebody else. And so that victim mindset is very detrimental to your mental health and your emotional health.
0: Absolutely. And you, you get nothing from blaming someone else. I mean, in the end of the day, it's you, right? You are you. You've been given a gift. You choose to use it. You choose to appreciate the God that's given you that gift. Or you would you choose to blame somebody else for not being the best you you can be and like i mentioned we all have emotions i mean some days we just we feel uh i mean that's a human emotion but i think it gets right back to what you said about when somebody cuts you off in traffic and that's a great example i use a lot do you choose to respond or do you react and react is kind of that gut knee jerk reaction you son of a gun you you fly off the deep end and i love what you said about me they cut me off no they would have cut anybody off Realize that, yeah. and when you realize that, you respond yeah. as opposed to reacting. Like this morning here at the recording studio, we had a pretty major hiccup. You know, my recording time is this time, and something came up that yeah, things happen. You know, it, it's all part of life. And I could have react or respond. I'm sorry, reacted and threw a fit and had a temper tantrum. But what good would that have done? And you, professor, but obviously, but you nothing to do
1: with you. I mean, right? The machine wanted to say, "Hey, the machine doesn't have any rationale or thinking." The machines just do what they do. You know, <laughs> could you imagine that? The machine, imagine the machine going, hey, let's glitch on Rich today. Rich is coming in and collectively all the equipment in the studio said, let's glitch on Rich. Let's write on that Rich. One down. Let's, <laughs> let's glitch on Rich. You know, I was talking to a, another friend and, and they, they said, you know, I feel really lonely. And they're a fellow Christian. And I said, well, you're not alone. She goes, well, I know that but I feel lonely. I said, no, your feelings deceive you. And she goes, oh, that's what it is. You know, our feelings, we, we put so much weight on our feelings, Rich. But in essence, our feelings is valid. As we say, you're not validating my feelings. Well, sometimes you got to realize your feelings don't need to be validated because it can be very deceptive. And again, going back to don't take anything personally, the only time you can take something personal is if you attach a feeling to it. Otherwise, it's just data, right? The guy cut me off. Oh, just data. But when I attach a feeling to it, such as anger, um, I'm not being validated as a human driver on the road, et cetera, et cetera. Once I attach a feeling to it, now I'm taking it personal. So, as much as we wanna validate our feelings and put credit to our feelings and and, and credence, often our feelings are very deceptive, and case in point. You know, God's always with us, so you're never alone. So then your feelings are deceiving you by telling me you're alone, and then you feel lonely. And so it made them take three steps back and go, okay. So yeah, so I'm very passionate about never getting too hungry, too tired, or too lonely. We all need human attention, and we, we need that interaction. So, I think when we take, don't take it personal by itself. You've got to try to roll in the other three agreements with that rich, if you want that emotional, you know, wellness that it comes to you. One, always do your best. Two, be impeccable with your work. And three, don't make assumptions. See, I assume this guy cut me off. Yep. Well, I know, you know, maybe the guy's half blind and he was looking left when he should have been looking right, right? I was making an assumption. And if I'm doing my best job, then I'm working with, you know, being a good defensive drug and aware of the whole road. Right? And then three, be impeccable with my word. If my word is to live a life where I'm not going to take on other people's feelings, that's that's where the love block delete came from. You know, if someone hates me at Facebook, I laugh about it. Because I wonder why people and I I posted a meme about this why would you post something at social media? And when someone hates on you, you get all bent out of shape. I would be more concerned is why would I allow myself to seem to be compromised by somebody's comments that doesn't even know me? Yep. Right, so it's a whole different issue beyond that. So just give them love, block them and delete them. Why is it too short? I mean, social media is such a double-edged sword and I use it and leverage it to spread my message, but it is a double-edged sword and you've got to recognize it for what it is. You now, but unfortunately, there's a new generation that has grown up with social media that doesn't know what it's like not to have a personal computer, what it's like not to have a cell phone, and we got along just fine.
0: We did, and uh, and, and yeah, I, I often share with parents they get frustrated with their kids. And you know, I, I would be a complete uh-huh. hypocrite to say that when my, my kids first started dabbling in social media, and my daughter's 16, and she's got Instagram, and that's the only one we let her have. Um, which I know some kids, some parents let them have them earlier than that, and that's 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 their business. But here's the thing: I try and remind parents. Look, we had life before this, but yet a good majority of us have become, and it's it's a word, it's a strong word, but addicted to social media but we knew Absolutely. life before it these kids knew nothing Absolutely. before this so they've grown up with it they've known right. nothing any different so we've got to be you know we got to tread lightly there but we also have to help them realize that uh, and, and one of my favorite quotes that uh i, it, I just heard it oh, maybe a year ago but i keep replaying it because i need it too and that is if we live for the praise of others we will also die by their criticism and that is social media right. wrapped yeah. up 101. You know, if we put that yeah. out there and we're wanting all those likes and we don't get them, then we're, we're killing ourselves.
1: Well, and, and I think that's where that don't take things personally.
0: Absolutely.
1: You believe you have 5,000 you 5, friends with social media? No, you don't. That's just a label. See, so they label that. And you see these YouTubers, you know, my, my daughter watches this where, well, if I do this, I'm going to get more likes. You mean, so see, everything's about not taking it personally. These are my friends, and these are my life, and these are the comments, and my self-worth and identi- identity is defined by that. So if I don't get enough life, I'm butthurt. If I don't get enough comments, I'm butthurt. If I get bad comments, I'm butthurt. On right. and on. I mean, it's just everything our culture perpetuates is based upon taking it personally. Because yep. that's, that's taking it personally is what it's all centered around but it is. It's very detrimental. So going back to sex, I think what we want to try to ask ourselves is what can I do not to take it personally? I think that uh, we recognize that uh, we as a culture, as human beings suffer from taking things personally. And number one, and most, I think important is empathy to be understanding. I don't know what battle you're fighting. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're about. I really don't. So For me to just simply on a human level be empathetic to, I don't have that data. So whatever you direct at me, it's nothing to do with me. Absolutely nothing. 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 And I like to look at people. I love to smile. I walked by a guy the other day, and as he passed me, you know, he said, what's the after you looking at?" And I went, "Wow. What? What what state of mind must he be in to respond to somebody who looks at him and smiles? Right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know what battle he's fighting." So to offer that sense of empathy serves me better because I don't take it personally. Another big one for me, a life skill that that um, I practice heavily is acceptance. You know, the ability to accept life on life's terms is very humbling. It's very humbling. And as you get older and people you love die and situations happen, there's a lot of things beyond your control that you can't change. So acceptance is a very powerful life skill. But like any habit, it's something you have to practice. If I'm in a crowded airport and the flight gets delayed, I'm not screaming and yelling at the customer service. It's not their fault. It's whatever, mechanical delay or whatever that may be. So learning to accept life on life's terms helps me not take things personally. And then lastly, not the least rich gratitude. You know, you and I talk about gratitude all the time. And the power to be grateful with the differences of the things, the ability to be grateful that we are here and given the gift of life every day helps me embrace that a lot, a lot, a lot, right? Like I, you know, I'm happy if we get 30 minutes to talk today. I'm not upset by taking it personally that there was a glitch in your studio because it's beyond both of our control. And if I did that, imagine that. I'm going to let my life be affected <laughs> personally on something happening thousands of miles away.
0: That we had no control crazy, over. It's right? a machine. Yes, well, yes, sir.
1: You know, and 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 I share that. I try to put that in perspective. One day, my wife was had something going on. She was taking it personal, and I said, "Well, we could be living in the in the Middle East right now, in the middle of a war torn torn country." And she goes, well, I knew you were going to say that. What does that <laughs> have to do with anything?" Well, the last and not least, like, is perspective. Just keep it in perspective, right? So, if we can, number one, be able to. Embrace life on life terms and have that sense of acceptance, uh, be able to live from a humble heart, and three, be able to keep things in perspective. By uh, perspective is so powerful in helping me recognize it's not about me, it's the ego that wants to say it's about me, 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 me. You're inconveniencing me with the flight delay. You're inconveniencing me and hurting me when you say that, right? And, and to be accountable for oneself takes a lot of humility. Because, again, that victim mindset, it's so convenient and easy to blame other people, right? Absolutely. Right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another, I, another example I don't want to share is, you know, you ever sat on the plane and the baby's crying? Yes. Believe me, those parents aren't saying, please cry and piss everybody <laughs> up on the plane and, and agitate them, right? So I'm always the first guy to look behind me and go, Hey, it's okay. And you know, I've got kids too, and I, I know that they must be uncomfortable with the cabin pressure or whatever. Because it's not like they bring that kid on the plane to cry the whole time and piss everybody off. But you'd be amazed how many people internalize that, take it personally, and, and their flight is ruined. Pop in some airpods, throw in some earphones, watch a movie. What do you think? And you know, that's a good day. Again, I think you said it at the top of the broadcast. It is a choice.
0: Yes. Yes. Every
1: day is a choice, and what choice do you want to make? Well, if you have those skill sets and gratitude, acceptance, empathy, etc., I believe you will make a better choice and not take it personally.
0: Uh, fantastic, folks! <laughs> don't you love those examples? We could all relate to those. We've all been put in those situations, and I know for me personally, I, I've I've re- reacted to those situations too often the wrong way. But that's why I bring this up. Because I've surrounded myself with a different group of people, uh, different folks like Professor Beliso and Hanshi Kovar and Chip Towns and Melly Johnson, all these fine individuals that help me think differently. And that's the whole essence of what I'm doing with the Kickin' Life podcast is to share these thoughts with you because I thought differently. But my life, boy, it doesn't mean my life's all sunshine and rainbows today, but I'll tell you what. It is a thousand times better, my relationship with my family, with my kids, my wife, with God, with my friends, simply because it's a different way of thinking, and that's, that's what we talk about every single week on the Kickin' Life podcast, and that's why I want to bring amazing guests on, like Professor Beliso, to talk about those things, and sort of the, the me I never looked at it that way as far as the – and you brought up a couple of times. You know, the plane breaks down. Well, you're making me late. Somebody cuts me uh, – cuts me. I just said it – off in traffic. You cut me off. Wow, I can't think of a better example of, of your ego taking over. And we talk about all the time at the academy, humility versus ego. It's like the two wolves in life. Whichever one you feed is the one that's going to win. And the first uh, the first week, we talked about mental healthfulness on this four-part series, and that was all about – Humility versus ego. If you think you can't learn something from everybody, if you think I've got it all, if you think that uh, it's all about me, then mentally you're not going to be very strong, which filters into the spiritual side. The spiritual side is, once again, internalizing things and taking them personally, which now rolls into the emotional side. Um, And I want to mention one other thing that I thought was so great. Uh, We had a guest on about a month ago. It was a Uh, Dr. Julie Steinauer, and she talked about living in the moment of what you have, and you can look at every day as if everything you see is a blessing from God, everything is a gift, or you can look at every day as nothing is a blessing, nothing is a gift, but it's how you look at it, kind of the glass is half full, half empty, you can look at all those analogies, but yeah, we get up, it's a rainy day, you're like, oh, it's a rainy day, or you know what? Hey, we've had five days of sunshine. Uh, this is all right. This rain is fine. It's how you look at things. Thank uh-huh. you, sir. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you know, let me add to that, Rich, real quick. Um, you still there? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Okay. So humility in a Western culture. The unfortunate part is when we hear the word humility, people think humiliation right away. Knee jerk reaction. Oh You're wow. You're humiliating me. I've been humiliated. Whereas many Eastern practices. And cultures, humility is the foundation of their philosophy. So I think we need to dispel that myth right away. When you think of the word humility, you know, do not think that it means Mac Davis and country song humble. It is because the condition when we hear the word humility that it means to be humiliated. So take that one off the table. You know, to be humble is everything we've talked about today, Rich. They have to yes. be empathetic, to be to be accepting of, to embrace those different things. So that's why I believe humility is something we should practice, but it's hard to practice because of filter that a Western culture hears it through.
0: Man, that is profound, folks. <laughs> now, just in this, there's no other time. Our number one black belt principle at the academy is humility for that very reason. I, I truly believe in my heart it will one, or, one or two Wolves are going to win, you know, the wolf of humility or the wolf of ego, you know, the wolf of fear, the wolf of faith. And the one you feed is the one that's going to win. And I know for the longest time, my ego ruled my life because it was all about me. And I took things personally and I made assumptions. And and that's why I bring this up because I'm working at it every day. But my life just, I mean, it was, it was tough. It was, it was extremely tough. And why was it tough? Because of my ego. And why did I have a high ego? because I didn't have a high sense of self-worth or self-respect. And that all ties in together as well uh, with the emotional thing. You've got to love yourself. That doesn't mean you, you you love yourself like you're the greatest gift of all times, but love yourself enough to appreciate that you are a gift from God and you've got a special message to share with others. And then love yourself enough not to take things personal from people that we have no idea what battles they're fighting. And I know you and I agree, we don't like to call them haters because we don't know what they're fighting. They're obviously, they've got some internal Turmoil going on inside of them, so maybe they hate themselves. That's why they project that way. But we shouldn't call them haters because that just you know that, that, that that's that's making assumptions that that we we know nothing about their life and we don't.
1: Yeah, the only time I use that is because it's a simple word that people gravitate and respond to and identify at social media. I yep. mean because if you said, you know, uh, the person who might be having a very challenging time in their life commenting poorly about what I said. I mean, people wouldn't get that. So just for the lack of grammar, I, I'm, I'm not objected to using the word hater, but I understand what you're saying behind that. Sure. Another uh, thing I want to leave you with is the yin to the yang. So don't take it personally. I say do take it personally. Take it very personally as an opportunity to learn and grow. <sighs> just through our life Fantastic. experiences, you know, in my book, Live, Learn, Grow, we live through life, and everything that happens to us, good, bad, or indifferent, is a unique opportunity to learn and grow. So if I take it very personally, and I say, okay, well, this has nothing to do with me, but for me, it has everything to do with me because I'm getting agitated, I'm getting aggravated, I'm upset, it hurts me, great. So what unauthorized thought pattern from my childhood or my teen years or whatever is coming to the surface that's being triggered by a situation that I have a unique opportunity to on, think about and work through to be a better version of it. So I I know that's kinda like, well, well, you're telling me not to take it personal, but you're telling me to <laughs> take very personal. I am asking you to take it personal, but in a good, healthy way. To process some and like I said, some some emotion or memory sitting in the recesses of your brain that's wearing its ugly head and there's an opportunity to, you know, exercise and get rid of. It.
0: Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome! I absolutely love our conversations, and I know we're both extremely busy. But man, when we have got the time to chat, you and I—I I think you have like a jazz. You—you'd said this before when you and I get together. It's kind of like a jazz. Uh, oh goodness gracious! Yeah, a
1: couple of jazz musicians riffing off each other. Of jazz musicians
0: just riffing, <laughs> just
1: riffing. you know, it's just free. uh I try not to go into these things, or even when I speak, other than what the client um, and what subject. I much other than research to gather data. I do a research, I spoke at Harvard or Stanford. There's a lot of research that goes into that, and I'm getting ready to go to Korea for Kukiwon. Oh, awesome! I'm speaking at a big forum there, and so I'll do research for data. But really, before I speak or talk or teach, oh, God, let whatever you will speak through me, help me do my best work or your best work in this case. Absolutely, and, and, you know. I took a look at uh, the book because I've read the four agreements many, many times. I just skimmed it last night. You know, what is it? And and what is it? It's not to come into a conversation going, how can I make myself look smart? How can I make myself look good? Again, it's me, 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 right? How can I look intelligent in this conversation with Rich right now? Because I want everybody to like me. And I'm poor, great. And i that's so ill fated because, you know, you some people are going to like you some aren't so again taking it very personally and, and having this conversation opportunity to learn more of myself to become a better version of myself through this conversation is I believe the best example we can to inspire them to walk whatever path of self discovery uh,
0: you know what I mean? Absolutely, that's, that's humility in my opinion 101 right there we can it learn is. something from it everybody is.
1: It is, but we got to strip ourselves. We got, it's just, you know, it's just a mindful thing. Pick up the candy bar or pick up the apple, right? It's a choice. And in that moment, you make that choice. And one will make you healthier, one will hurt you. Same thing here. It is the same thing mentally, right? I can either feed into somebody's stuff in a negative way and let it debilitate me and live from ego and fear, or I can make that choice to feed the other dogs, like you're saying, the wolf, feed the other wolf. But it is, it is much harder because it's so easy to react. Reacting is easy, it doesn't require any kind of education, it doesn't require any thought process or anything, just it's easy. Reactions are easy. But to truly, and it doesn't mean it. No, I you was know, much better than I did when I was 20, right? <laughs> and and that's the joy of being a little bit older. Um, and Muhammad Ali said that well, if I behaved at 50 the way I did when I was 20, it's 30 years. Yep. So it's the same thing here. And but often I bite my tongue and I'm quiet because people need to learn on their own. You know, they need to go out there and fall and get up and go okay, great, this is what I've learned. Because that is the joy of life. That is the me part of life. And and that's why again, not taking things personally allows you the experience to is you're supposed to learn through that
0: process. Fantastic. Fantastic. And sir, I know you got to get going. Um, I just want to say, and truly, from the bottom of my heart, it's been such a blessing getting to know you over the past—I don't know how many years. I uh, have a special place to always be in my heart because of when I first met you in Vegas. What you did for me—you took the time to, to talk to me and took the time to help me grow. And then over the course of—I guess it's been five or six years now—you've uh, helped me become a better person in every area. By just being who you are, being humble, being willing to learn from others, being willing to listen, but also leading by example, which is obviously a tough thing to do. I mean, it's not really a tough thing to do. What's easy to do is easy not to do. But unfortunately, in today's social media world, it it, it can be tough for a lot of folks. My, My shout out to not only to you, but others listening, surround yourself with the right group of people. And I read a post the other day and it said, surround yourself with champions. The conversation is much different. Like whoa! It
1: is. It absolutely is. But if, if I just might offer a small correction, okay. I didn't take time. I didn't take time. Didn't think of that, Rich. Can some of take time? Rich, are you there?
0: Yep. Are you there, sir? Go ahead. We heard take. You, you didn't take time.
1: I didn't take time. I was given the opportunity. Ah. To- with you to help myself better through my experience with you, right. a lot and, and sure it might be be go oh, wow Brandon Beliso so busy you know he takes time out. I guess that wow you taking time out of your busy day to talk to me no I've been given an opportunity to share my experiences to possibly inspire you to figure what makes you happy what is, what is best and and people are always so surprised. When I and I've watched and learned from leaders, you watch them walk through a crowd, and it's not the guy with the three, you know, pinstripe suits and a you know, great baddie because he's in the VIP section along the route. You know, you, you watch leaders will stop, and he, he's shaking hands with the common man, he's having conversations with the common man for the lack of a better word. And I believe on, on a humility level. That's something we should do. Come on, Jesus! for Yes, think about that for a moment. So, for me to even for one little minute moment, thank you, graciously taking my time and giving it to you—it's <laughs> silly, Rich. It's, <sighs> silly. it's silly. It's
0: silly. So many lessons there. Gosh darn it! I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna borrow that as well. I'm not gonna take the time. I'm honored to have the time to 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 give to help. Wow! 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 Good stuff. Yeah. Is it not? I'm sorry, sir? It really is.
1: And, and oh, yes, yes. I said everything's a, everything's a choice, is it not? Yes, it is. Yeah. And sometimes, I'm, you know, like, I'm tough on my kids. I want to give them a skill set to do well in the world. And the world is not going to be kind at times. And they do need to have a thicker skin. And they do need to be stronger. So I'm not going to look for safe space throughout the world for them to sit and be comfortable because that's not how the world is designed. And if you don't build your self-esteem, you don't build your self-respect, then you're right. Any little thing, you're you're gonna take it personal and and your day is done. And I say we need to develop thicker skin and that thicker skin is the resilience you earn through earning self-esteem.
0: And that's the only way you can get it. You know, self-esteem can't be bought; it has to be earned. Absolutely, good stuff. Hey, you still there, sir? All right. Well, folks, how was that? How was that? Was that fantastic? Oh my gosh! An incredible gift, an incredible amount of time. He had a hard stop uh, just now there, and then we lost connection, so <laughs> that's just how things go sometimes. But I told you it was going to be an amazing episode. Oh, actually, he's calling back. How about that? Are you there, sir? Are you there, sir? Rich. Oh, there he is again. Well, wow. there we go. That's- can you hear me, Rich? Yeah, yeah, we, we can hear you, sir. And we—I we, I never edit anything out, so the folks get to see a little behind the scene action here. So, <laughs> okay, so we, look, look, let me just backpedal. Yeah,
1: so, sir, the comment Was made that your son, you know, is so busy; he has so many activities. Right? He's doing base, he's doing basketball, he's doing golf, and he's doing karate. Well, every piece of data has proven that kids that are engaged in life and active process stress much better than kids that sit at home in an incubator of some virtual world and simply play video games, right? Every study has proven that. So I think it's important to get our kids out in the world. We let them fall down. We let them fix themselves up. Let them get dirty. And most of all, don't shelter them from disappointment. Disappointment is part of life. Every Eastern culture will tell you suffering is a part of life. If you want the kids not to take things personally and it's not about them, you know. then they need to get out into the world. On the or again accepting life on life terms, they've got to embrace the world for what it's going to offer, them. and to be able to process that in a healthy, positive way requires experiencing. Right?
0: Oh, that it's so great, yeah. so great. Yeah.
1: So I'm not going to shelter. I need to get on that airplane, and so if there's a the delay, so be it. That's part of life. If some guy cuts me off in traffic, I need to drive my car to get from A to B. So be it. That's just part of the terrain. Right? That's part of what we negotiate on a daily basis. And I'm okay with that. And if I can grow through it and become a better version of myself through it, how cool is that? How cool is that?
0: So incredible. So many great yeah, takeaways which, there.
1: Which wolf are you going to feed, right? Rich wolf, which wolf are you going to feed in that moment? And every time that's presented, every time somebody cuts you off, every time this is laid on your side, every time somebody hates you at Facebook, it is an opportunity for you to take it very personally and build the skill set to be a better version of yourself because those things are always going to be there. Do not try to hide and pretend they don't exist and shelter yourself from it because are unavoidable, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. Man. unavoidable. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, um, Professor,
1: I so know... I am, what... I am tough on my kids. You know, I, I tell them, if you blow something, your your boss at work going and go right on, dude. You just <laughs> lost a fifty thousand dollars in the account. That's okay because your personal space is much more important than my company being profitable. So you can go stand in a little safe space corner over there with the kumbaya music and everybody <laughs> going, "You're okay, you're okay, you're okay." Because that's not the real world. Oh it's
0: gosh, not. it's uh, not right. No, it's not it's at not. all. Uh, and now, no, folks, spend just too much
1: energy on that. We just, really do, and I say that harshly. Because the world is harsh. And if we don't get help, if we don't get a thicker skin, then we're going to put ourselves in a position where our kids are going to be crippled. And they will not have the ability, they will not have the ability to be a better version of themselves through life. So I don't shelter my kids. I don't shelter them all. um, My son, right now, uh, I'll give you this story before we wrap it up is that, um, you know, there's a warrior, and they're having a tough time right now that's going through a transition they lost a bunch of key players and he was just shut his TV out I tell him you know honestly your loyalty you needs to be there through thick sick of the thing your loyalty to yourself that you love basketball and you love this team so whether they win or lose you need to love them and I think it's the same thing with yourself because you will have good days you will have bad days you will win you will lose you wake up one day and be a better version of yourself Rich and other days you're, you're like a one-legged man in a butt kicked off. You're <laughs> falling short, you're lesser. You you know, I wake up some days and I, I'm the worst version of myself. And it's what you do with that. Can I pick myself up and try to find some way to make the adjustments? Because time is something you never get back. You can't take time, you can't buy time. You're, you're given time as a gift. And am I going to squander it, being in a bad mood and being, you know, a bad version of myself? That's a choice. That's a choice. Or... I can make that choice and not take it personally by taking it very personally and using it to be a better version
0: of myself. Boom. That's a right hook of reality, folks, right there. Gosh darn. Well, Professor, son of a gun. I love you, man. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so very, very much for Absolutely giving sir. the time, not taking, but giving the time to share your wisdom with us. Yes,
1: sir. Because if we give, it's a gift, right? If we take, we're stealing. Remember that, sir. When we give, it's a gift. When we take, we're stealing. I'm taking this from you. And then you're going to feel negative. You're going to feel lesser than because you're taking my time. No, but if you look at it as I'm giving you a gift, you're going to embrace it with that sense of gratitude, with that sense of humility, and the conversation in the moment is so much different.
0: That's incredible. Incredible.
1: And that's emotional wellness, folks. That's emotional <laughs>
0: wellness, right? That, a, good, good sound off good there. Emotional. That's emotional That's healthfulness right. and wellness and self respect. Uh-huh. Gosh darn! Right. Well, sir, you enjoy your beautiful day out there. I uh, in. I will. Is it sunny in San Francisco?
1: Yeah, it's sunny in San Francisco, and I'm ready to get my massage, and I'm a happy guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and folks, uh, but Professor Beliso is the one that smacked me around enough, uh, asking me when's the last time I did something for myself, and uh, he's the one that suggested massage, and so I've added that twice a month, so I was happy and kind of, I don't know, a little bit arrogant, I guess. I. Send him a text some time ago and say, "Hey, I'm up to two massages a month," and then you counted by saying, "Well, good. Now make it make it every week." <laughs> so I haven't, yes, qu- haven't quite there. got there yet. <laughs> well, enjoy All your right. massage, sir. Enjoy your uh, um, your day. Thank you very much. God yeah. bless you and your call loved up ones. Upon me anytime. I, I, I love hanging out with you on the show. So call upon me anytime. You got it. I definitely will. Well, God's continued blessings. I love you, brother. And I'll, we, you and I will chat again real soon. Okay. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, what do you think? I know we got cut off for just a minute there, and normally I would edit that stuff out, but I'm doing everything I can to be as, uh, well, genuine and as real as possible, transparent as possible, and I got that all from Professor Beliso as well. He talks about, uh, one of his saying is, warts and all, (laughs) I'm transparent, I'm here for you. And I tell you, I'm taking notes and learning as much, hopefully as you are as well, Just from listening, you know the the thing. Just to kind of recap, holy smokes! It's not me that that person cut off. It's not me that's being delayed. No, when we think of me, that's 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 arrogance, right? That's ego. Ah, gosh darn. And then thank you for taking the time, your time, giving me your time. No, he's like I'm giving it because it's a gift. I'm honored. Just a whole different way of looking at things. And without people like Professor Beliso. In my life now, I wouldn't have this show. I wouldn't be coming to you. I wouldn't be talking to the, you know, thousands, and you know, we're, we're hopefully we'll get to that million mark, <laughs> millions of folks listening to the show and subscribing. But that's where we come together, because we're out there, man. We're here, all working together, trying to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering one another. And that's why I always, I, don't know, I say, plead with you, but well, maybe I do. To share this show with others, to let others know, to let others hear this. Because don't you think society would be better if more people were able to, to digest what we just talked about today, were able to absorb what we talked about today, and then more importantly, apply what we talked about today? Yeah. Wouldn't it be better when people felt that, where they stopped reacting with just a gut knee inch kind of impulse, and they start responding? I mean, how much better is your life going to be if we we're able to do that? I know my life's been much, much better since I've learned it. And it's tough. It's a battle to respond. That means you take a breath, you think about it, count to 10, whatever you need to do, and then respond to the situation as opposed to bang, just a gut-wrench, knee-jerk, impulse reaction. Chances are most of the time when you react to something, it's gonna be the wrong reaction. It's gonna be the wrong response. It's not gonna be what you want. And they kind of circle it all back around as Professor Beliso just kind of wrapped it all up there. Emotional healthfulness. you gotta love yourself. And The Four Agreements, one of our favorite books, if you haven't read that, check it out by Don Miguel Ruiz, fantastic book. Talks about the number one agreement is be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. I always like to think they all interlock and tie in there. Always do your best at being impeccable with your word. Yeah, it's tough sometimes. I get it. I'm a human being. But just like anything else, the more you work on it, the better it gets. The more you work on being impeccable with your word, meaning if you say you're going to do something, if you say you're going to be there, if you say you're going to start this workout program or start eating better, be impeccable with your word and do it. If you say you're going to spend time with your kids, Be impeccable with your word and do it. Yeah. And then, always, of course, always do your best at that. The next one, always do your best at not taking anything personally. Or I really like the twist that Professor Bleso put on it there. Do take things personally. As long as it's going to help you, right? Yeah. Don't take it personally thinking, why is this person picking on me? No, that's ego. Take it personally like, how can I improve and to be better? How can I be a better father? I can learn from others being humble, being open-minded. And of course, number three, don't make assumptions. And don't always do your best at not making assumptions. Don't assume we know what's going on in somebody else's life. Don't assume we know why this person cut us off in traffic. Don't assume you know why that uh, um, I don't know, your, 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 your child, your teenager is, is frustrated or mad or crying. Don't make assumptions. Ask, communicate. Yeah, do your best at that. And the fourth one, do your best. Do your best at each and everything you do. Do your best at living your best kick in life. Do your best at finding the beauty in the day, not the negative. It can be tough at first. And there'll be days when it's really, really tough. But what you look for, you'll surely find. Yeah, that's a a pretty famous quote from the Bible, isn't it? Yeah. Do it. Do it. And that's the whole essence of the show. Well, folks, as always, you can find us uh, we record two shows a week this is the long show and then I do a little quick hitter I call it for the weekend um, share this show with with family and friends but also share it with your kids I mean they could really benefit from the value of this message in this show right because that's our next generation coming up somebody asked you why work so hard at the academy with kids and at first I'm like what do you mean why do you work so hard with kids he goes oh seriously I said well <laughs> because this is the group that's coming up. This is the next generation. I want them to have it better than we had, right? Isn't that the whole goal of the, the uh, previous generation? To help the next generation be better, learn from our mistakes? And that's what we're doing here. And I'm a big stand fighting against bullying. And what's bullying? I think we bully ourselves more than anybody else could ever bully us by taking things personally, making assumptions, yeah, by having an ego mindset, all those things are bullying ourselves because it doesn't allow us to be our very best, to live our best kick in life. Good. So find it on social media, We're, uh, where are we at? On iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean is where the podcast can be found, kickinlifepodcast.com online. You can find it there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, it's K I C K I N Life. K-I-C-K-I-N life and what's that all about, helping you live your best kick in life, please subscribe, please share, post something positive and inspirational every single day on Instagram and on Facebook. We've got our martial arts page if you're in the local area here, in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon or surrounding areas. Come check us out, Grogan's Martial Arts. We've got Instagram, Facebook, uh website to all those things for the martial arts academy as well we focus on the messages we talk about here during our mat chat we share that with the kids and the parents we focus on helping them become their very very best teaching them perseverance teaching them to get back up not if but when life knocks you down work on manners discipline and respect but the biggest part of respect is self-respect learning and helping these kids respect themselves to be their very very best to establish that self-worth and that self-esteem that's the only way that's the only way to truly have self-respect for yourself. Yeah, is doing your very, very best. Not getting, uh, getting or being given a trophy you didn't earn, but earn, working hard for it. All those core values, those small little principles that for whatever reason have been kind of kicked to the curb, but we're bringing them back. And that's the help of you folks as well, sharing this podcast with others. It's completely free. Just download, subscribe. And we love those five-star reviews and the shout-outs to let others know what's going on with that. Of course, we've got on Facebook some groups as well. we got our Live Your Best Kick and Life group. We've got our Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan group. Check those babies out. Once again, always inspirational, always something there to help lift you up and help you live your best kick in life. All right, well, that's all we got for you. As always, make sure you check out previous episodes. This is episode number 174 on emotional healthfulness. It's the third week of a four-part series. Next week, we're going to talk about physical healthfulness. And the physical is all about the fitness and exercise and nutrition, you know, what you put in your body, yeah, and how these all four weeks are going to tie in together because it's kind of like the four legs of a chair. If one of those legs is missing, it's going to be awfully hard to sit in that chair, right? Yeah. And that's kind of been the whole series this week. Previous series we've had, we've had a bullyproofing series. And uh, you know, all of the series are the same series we're sell- sharing, not selling, but sharing, <laughs> at the Martial Arts Academy. So once again, if you're in the local area, come by and stop, stop in and see us. And if you're not, you're able to get this, like I mentioned, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, folks, I love you. I do. God loves you. Please love yourself, love yourself enough to share that love with the world, to help make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye.